welcome to the Happy Gut Podcast. I'm Jamie Wagner, registered nurse and gut health coach. I believe that gut health is central to your health and well-being. On the Happy Gut Podcast, we talk about how the gut affects every aspect of your health, including your digestion, skin, hormones, mental health, mood, behavior, cravings, weight, and well, basically everything. If you're struggling in any of those areas, then you're in the right place. Or if you simply want to implement healthier habits so you can live more vibrantly, energetically, and joyfully for a longer time, then you're right where you need to be. On the Happy Gut Podcast, my goal is to empower you with science-backed information so you can fix your gut and live your best life. Let's dive into today's topic. Hey there, welcome to episode eight of the Happy Gut Podcast. This is a bonus episode, so you get an extra episode this week because I wanted to tell you my story about my eczema and topical steroid withdrawal journey. It's kind of a long one, but it's really good to listen to if you or someone you know has eczema or topical steroid withdrawal, or if you or someone you know has used steroids even for a short amount of time, but definitely long term to listen to this, or if you just want to learn about all of this or hear my story in general. Okay, but first of all, it is like 30-something degrees outside, and I am not ready for winter. I feel like fall went by so fast. I'm bundled up here in my closet with a blanket, a sweater on, my dogs are laying on my feet to keep me warm, and I'm just not a winter girly. It's not my thing. I, I love fall. I like when it's like 50s and 60s degrees, so definitely not looking forward to that, but at least I'm warm and cozy with my dogs warming up my feet right now. Okay, so now that I'm all bundled up and warm and cozy, I'm going to tell you about what we're going to talk about in this episode and then just dive right in. So in this episode, I'm going to tell you my eczema story in childhood and adulthood, then realizing that I probably have topical steroid withdrawal or TSW, which is different than eczema, and then about TSW, my experience with it and where I'm at right now, and then what I would have done if I had known about the dangers of steroids sooner. So covering kind of a lot, but it's going to be a really good comprehensive episode about eczema, topical steroid withdrawal, and my experience with it. So if you don't know, eczema or atopic dermatitis is a condition that causes dry and itchy and inflamed skin, and it's very common in young children, and people will often grow out of it, but not everybody does. So people get kind of scaly, patchy rashes, um, can even get skin infections from it, dryness, it's very itchy, all those things. It's very common to show up in the elbow pit area and kind of your leg, knee pit area, but it can show up anywhere. Okay, so I'm just going to start with talking about my childhood experience with eczema. So I've had eczema since I was basically an infant. I don't remember ever not having eczema, not sure when it started, but I generally had it on the insides of my arms, like in that elbow pit area, and sometimes in other areas as well, but that was kind of my main area that I had issues with. And it was overall pretty manageable as a young child, but it just got worse and worse as I got older. As I got maybe into grade school or middle school, I started seeing different doctors, including dermatologists and allergists. I remember dermatologists giving me different creams, including like Eladel. Later, I got Eucrisa. I can't think of the other brand names that I got, but lots of different things. And then I'm not sure if I got steroids at this age, but I really wouldn't be surprised. I also got pills like hydroxyzine that didn't really help. And I remember going to an allergist who did skin prick testing and a bunch of environmental stuff came back, like all types of grass, ragweed, certain trees, cats and dogs, etc., 
as well as for food, corn and eggs came up. I tried avoiding corn and eggs for a while, but it didn't really help. I really don't remember the first time I used steroid creams, but it was for sure in early high school or earlier. I was also prescribed prednisone and oral steroid a few times. And in the spring of my senior year, I got the nasty side effects of prednisone, including a swollen face, just in time for prom and graduation, of course. I started getting intramuscular steroid shots every three months around this time. So now moving on to adulthood. The steroid shots and going tanning actually seem to help a little bit, but in college, I do remember having some skin issues like my face being super red and splotchy. Around age 20, I started getting rashes and swelling around my lips that were really painful and embarrassing. I put steroid cream on it and continued to get steroid injections, and it just continued to get worse. I saw an allergist, and this was my breaking point. He did skin prick testing again, like I had done in middle school, and I had told him that my last test showed corn and eggs, and he proceeded to tell me that no one is allergic to corn. So I asked him why they test for it then, and he didn't really have a good answer. I didn't feel great about it, but I went through with the allergy testing anyway because I was suspecting a link between what I was eating and my skin flare-ups, especially with the lip redness and swelling. The allergist wasn't so sure. He tested me and a bunch of environmental things came up again, but no corn and eggs. This was confusing since allergies don't really go away. Why did the corn and eggs show up when I was a kid, but at age 20 or 21, they were gone? The allergist gave me a handout on how to take care of dry skin, told me to moisturize, and sent me on my way, saying, well, maybe you could try allergy shots. I left the allergist's office and I broke down crying in the parking lot. I will never forget that moment and that feeling. I felt so dismissed, helpless, and hopeless. Shortly after this, I heard about elimination diets, so I started that in January of 2018. Then I learned about functional medicine, and I saw a functional medicine practitioner. Functional medicine is an alternative type of medicine that looks for the root cause, and then they treat this root cause as naturally as possible rather than just giving a medication first. It's all about fixing the root problem rather than just the symptoms. Functional medicine is about avoiding just putting a band-aid on the problem. This intrigued me because I wanted to know why I had eczema so bad, why my lip was swelling up so much, and why it was so red and itchy. I saw the functional medicine practitioner, and she was amazing. It was the first time I ever felt heard as a patient and felt someone's true empathy for me. She helped me with the dietary changes, recommended some supplements, and taught me about gut health. With these dietary changes, my skin finally saw some improvement for a while, and I backed off steroid shots. I still did get them, but I went from every three months to every four to five months or so. Luckily, my skin was pretty much perfect when I got engaged in late 2018 and when I got married in October 2019. I thought I had it figured out. Then I moved to Southeast Texas right after we got married, and my skin flared up badly. The worst it ever had. At that point, I vowed to never get a steroid shot again, but I wasn't even at the three-month mark when this flare-up happened anyway. My skin was red and raw, my face was swollen, I was super itchy, and at times it was incredibly dry and flaky. I thought that maybe I was allergic to something in my new environment. Southeast Texas is very different than the Midwest. There were different pollutants, plants, and weeds. The climate was different. So I saw an allergist after a couple months of suffering, and he wanted to do patch testing. But my skin was so inflamed everywhere that there wasn't even a place on my body that they could do it. So he put me on Dupixent or Dupilumab to calm it down. 
Dupixent is a monoclonal antibody medication that I injected myself with every two weeks. It blocks certain proteins that can cause inflammation, but it doesn't suppress your immune system like other drugs do. For a while, this kept my skin in a decent place. It still wasn't perfect, but I thought it was probably just the new Texas environment. I didn't want to be on Dupixent for more than a year, and my skin was doing okay, so I decided to stop taking it in December of 2020. We moved back to the Midwest to Illinois a couple months later in February 2021. My skin did well. I thought it was probably because I was back in the Midwest where I grew up, potentially with less allergens and pollutants. But around April or May, my skin started to get worse again, and by July, my arms were bright red and at times had open wounds. I started to get more dry skin, and it all started to spread to my face as well, and the itching got intense. This is around the time I learned about topical steroid withdrawal, or TSW, and realized that's probably what I was actually dealing with for years. So now I'm moving on to talking about when I realized that I probably had TSW, and this was about probably a year and a half ago. Realizing that I probably had TSW was devastating, and you'll see why when I talk more about TSW. Luckily, I hadn't gotten a steroid shot, taken steroid pills, or used a strong prescription of steroid cream for about a year and a half at that point. I had used some over-the-counter hydrocortisone very, very briefly in probably April or May of 2021. I dug into all the information out there about TSW, read other people's stories, and noticed that my symptoms matched up with it really closely. I knew this was different than eczema, and TSW just made sense. Okay, so now let's talk about TSW or topical steroid withdrawal. You can go to itsan.org for more information. It's I-T-S-A-N.org. It's a really great resource, and they actually have a Facebook group for people going through TSW as well. So TSW is different than eczema. It is not the same thing, so just remember that. TSW is an iatrogenic condition, meaning it's caused by a medical treatment. Eczema is not that, so this is different. Topical steroid withdrawal is also called TSW, like I said, as well as topical steroid addiction, or TSA, or red skin syndrome, but most people call it topical steroid withdrawal. This can also happen with non-topical steroids, so different types of steroids, like oral steroids. So the name doesn't always fit perfectly because it says topical steroid withdrawal, but it's all kind of meaning the same thing most of the time when people talk about it. So TSW can happen when people use topical steroids or even non-topical like oral prednisone or injections like I used to get for skin problems like eczema. Topical steroids are the main treatment for eczema, and when people stop using them or even the in-between of using them, they can have a rebound flare-up. The steroids work for a little while, but after some time, they clear the skin less and less. This often causes people to use more and more of them more often, and can even turn into addiction. Like I mentioned before, it can also be called topical steroid addiction. These skin issues can then spread to other areas of the body. The spread and the worsening of the skin problem is often seen as worsening eczema, allergic reactions, or contact dermatitis. Before I knew about TSW, and even after actually, doctors told me it was likely contact dermatitis or worsening eczema. And that's a common story for people with this condition, unfortunately. There is just not enough awareness out there about topical steroid withdrawal and the dangers of using steroids long term. 
So now I'm going to talk about the symptoms of topical steroid withdrawal. There are symptoms that happen before stopping the use of topical steroids, like rebound redness between applications of steroids, spreading of rashes to new areas of the body, intense itching, burning, and stinging, more allergic responses, and less clearing of rashes. After completely stopping topical steroids, things can get really, really rough. If you look, look up pictures of topical steroid withdrawal, just be warned, it is really, really bad for some people. Some symptoms are skin flushing and getting super red, almost looking like a sunburn, red sleeves, which is where your arms and legs get red and inflamed, but not your palms, the skin cycling between oozing, swelling, burning, and flaking, trouble regulating your body temperature, skin sensitivity to water, temperature, moisturizer, and more, nerve pain, some people call these zingers, eye dryness and irritation, enlarged lymph nodes, skin atrophy, also called elephant wrinkles, you can probably find photos of that, hair loss, insomnia, fatigue, and more. There really isn't much for treatment for TSW, unfortunately. It's sort of something you just have to go through. The main thing is stopping the use of steroids. I'm going to say that again. Stopping the use of steroids. Otherwise, it's all about implementing comfort measures and supporting your body to lower inflammation as much as possible. It can be incredibly debilitating. Some people end up bedbound, unable to work or even leave the house, requiring others to care for them. It can be very rough. TSW is mostly a waiting game and it can be hell. It can last months to years depending on the person. Most medical professionals, even dermatologists, do not know what TSW is or they refuse to recognize it. It can be very frustrating because many people will go to a doctor and express their concerns and are just encouraged to try more steroids. This has happened to me many times, and it's important to say no if you really want to get off steroids for good. Steroids suppress the adrenal glands in your HPA axis, leading to problems with your adrenal function and messed up cortisol levels, which can cause adrenal crisis, so it's important to be careful when coming off steroids. You can probably see how it would be challenging to do this when many doctors do not recognize TSW as a real problem. If you suspect TSW, I recommend reading about it further, and again, itsan.org is a great resource. Okay, so now I want to tell you about my experience with TSW. So I probably started with topical steroid withdrawal or actually topical steroid addiction since I was still using them in my teenage years or early adulthood, but I just didn't know it. I was getting steroid injections and using the steroid cream and still wasn't improving my eczema and it was spreading. So this was probably the topical steroid addiction since I was still using the steroids. I truly started withdrawing in late 2019 when I moved to Texas, as I mentioned before. I quit using steroid shots and steroid cream right around October or November of 2019. As for symptoms I've experienced, I've gone through almost every single one that I've listed before. I have had the bright red sleeves on my arms, the extremely dry, flaky skin, the it sounds really gross, but oozing skin. It feels like there's sweat or water sitting on my skin, and then I wipe it off and it just comes right back. I've had the unbearable bone-deep itch that you just cannot help but scratch no matter what you try. You probably don't understand it until you truly experience it. I've had the burning and stinging or zingers um, a couple times, but not super frequently, luckily. I've also experienced, and still do at times, the trouble with regulating my body temperature. I'll feel really cold, but hot and sweaty at the same time. 
I'll often wake up at night feeling really sweaty, and I also have trouble sleeping, and I almost always wake up at least once in the middle of the night feeling very itchy and or hot. I also had the eye dryness and irritation and minor elephant skin later on. Not only did I have these physical symptoms, my mental health has suffered as well. I had to stop working full-time, and for a while I spent a lot of time at home, not even wanting to step outside in case my neighbors saw me. I struggled with some depression and some anxiety. I felt helpless and hopeless at times, and I felt very empty. Luckily, I have a really great support system, and my husband has been incredible through it, but it's still really, really hard. This condition is truly debilitating physically and mentally. As for where I am now in November 2022, I'm definitely in a better place than where I was when all of this started, or at least got way worse when we moved to Texas in late 2019. I have been on Dupixent twice, and the second time I got horrible side effects of eye irritation and redness, so I came off of that in July of this year. Coming off of it, I'm having certain symptoms again, like the trouble regulating my body temperature and rashes and itchiness on my arms, chest, neck, and a little on my face, and at times on my belly and legs but it's not nearly as severe as it was a few years ago, so I'm thankful for that. It seems like I'm on my way to healing, mostly naturally. I still take Benadryl every night, but otherwise I'm supporting my body naturally with a healthy diet, taking care of my gut health, stress management, supplements, and things like ice packs, dead sea salt baths, and more. It's been a really, really, really tough three years or so, and I think I might finally be on the up and up. Knock on wood. Now I really want to talk about what I would do if I had known about the dangers of steroids sooner. This is something I want to talk about because I know that there are people out there with kids with eczema or that have eczema and have maybe not used steroids yet or have used them minimally, and I just want to put the warning out there that it can be really dangerous to use them, even really for a short period of time, but definitely for a long period of time. So just be really careful. So what I would do if I had known about the dangers of steroids sooner. So I now know that eczema and gut health are very related. Gut microbiota development and changes have been linked to the development of atopic dermatitis or eczema, as well as altered immune responses. Studies have also shown that people with eczema have increased intestinal permeability or leaky gut, which I've touched on in past episodes. Growing up, I didn't have the best diet. I ate a lot of processed foods like fruit snacks, soda, sports drinks, frozen pizzas, mac and cheese, sugary granola bars, white bread, baked goods, cereal, and more. I wish it was more well-known back then how diet can very much affect gut health and therefore skin health. If I were to do it over again, I would avoid the steroids and really work on eating a healthier diet, specifically more fresh, whole foods, and less processed foods. I also learned through working with my functional medicine practitioner that I am intolerant to dairy and gluten, so kicking those sooner could have helped. I definitely would not touch a steroid no matter what. I also would have worked on my stress management and I'd work on improving my gut health. If I had done that, I likely could have cleared my eczema without touching a steroid medication. So with all that being said, I encourage you to reach out to me or look into TSW if you, your child, or someone you know has eczema that won't get better, especially if they're using steroids frequently. And definitely feel free to reach out to me if you have TSW or if you really suspect you have TSW. It's really helpful to have a community of people or someone to support you through it, and I am definitely happy to do that for you guys. 
I also encourage you to look at your gut health, look at your nutrition, maybe even see a functional medicine practitioner or work with someone that knows what they are talking about when it comes to natural healing. Because if you get to the root cause, you will solve the problem. If not, you're just going to keep piling on medication after medication and not getting better and maybe even even having these issues like topical steroid withdrawal, which is even worse than the initial condition. So I really encourage you to look into it if you or someone you know has eczema or has used steroids for a long period of time. If you are still here, thank you so much for listening to my story and my little PSA about eczema, steroids, and topical steroid withdrawal. I hope that this was helpful to you and definitely free feel feel free to message me with any questions you have or if you just need some support through it. I'm here for you. Thank you so much for listening to the Happy Gut Podcast. I'll be back next week with another episode. If you liked it, I'd love it if you could leave a positive review. I'd also love it if you shared it with your friends and family, maybe your coworkers, maybe your uh, barista, whoever. You can find all sources and a link to my website in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at It's Jamie Wagner. See you next time.